On this week's episode of the 1086-108 podcast, Matt and Lee are going to talk about the evil doings of serial killer Jerry Brudos, right here on the 1086-108 podcast. Welcome to the 1086 10A Podcast. We're your hosts. I'm Lee Alexander. And I'm Matt Taylor. And today we're going to talk about a truly sick individual. Yeah, we're going to talk about Jerry Brudos. Now, this is a sick fuck. <laughs> I, no matter how you spin this, this guy had some serious issues. Right. I mean, he was, uh, well, first of all, anytime you, you read a story about somebody who's a necrophiliac, mm-hmm. right off the get-go, you go, wow, that guy's got issues. <laughs> So, so this this dipshit apparently started showing symptoms of having mental issues back when he was in his early teens. Mm-hmm. And, and and this all stems from his fetish over women's shoes and lingerie. Yeah. So so I'm going to kill people because I want your shoes. <laughs> wow. Okay, so let's talk about Jerry. I mean, Jerry was born in South Dakota, mm-hmm. so, uh, but he had a mom who was a real witch, and uh, she didn't want a boy because she already had two son- had another son, um, and she wanted a girl, mm-hmm. and she didn't get one. So because of that, she decided to treat Jerry like shit, and. Um, so he had to endure a lot of emotional, physical abuse uh, when he was younger, and the uh, family moved around a lot, but they finally settled in Salem, Oregon. Mm. Again, that's what is this Oregon Pacific Northwest, you know, coming up so much? I think maybe they think they can hide. I get maybe that's what it is. Or it's, they're around all their people. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, the peeps are up there. My peeps do this. I can do this. I can go live with them. <laughs> Now, it's a he, safe he, harbor. No, he got, <laughs> right. It's 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 safe space, yeah. Right. So he he came across this fetish with shoes because of he when he was a kid, he played with them of all places while being at a junkyard. Well, that's that's the first documented or known incident where he had found a set of stiletto hills mm-hmm. and then tried to steal them. Right. But was caught. So his his criminal uh, prowess was not all that good to begin with, hmm. but uh, like you mentioned earlier, in his teen years, he was you know he had to go to psychotherapy and 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 things because of the abuse that he and you know underwent from his mom, right? And uh, so uh, he uh, he went about doing his business early on in his teens, and uh, when he was seventeen. Uh, he abducted a young girl and uh, threatened to stab her if she didn't fulfill his sexual, you know, needs. Mm-hmm. And he got popped for that one and ended up in the, the loony bin. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> no, it's sick. It's sick. Yeah, yeah. it's sick. And uh, even then, the doctors that uh, that examined him found that he had some really out there issues. And... Uh, he underwent an uh, evaluation, and they determined he was a schizophrenic. Right. 
So as he got older, between 1968 and 69, he was he had bludgeoned and strangled at least four women and attempted to attack two others. Right. But even before that, he, he got married for a while. He married a 17-year-old girl and had two kids. As, as at one point, there was a um, the first woman he um, was he had killed and convicted of. Mm-hmm. Um, her name was uh, Linda Swans Slauson. Slauson. She Slauson. was a nineteen year old door to door encyclopedia saleswoman. Right. Just went to the wrong door, I guess. Right. So uh, apparently, he lures her into the basement again. Wife and kids are at home. Knocks her out with a plank. Um. And then subsequently has his way with her and he had um, posed her body and he had dressed her in different shoes and uh, undergarments and mm-hmm. posed her in provocative positions and took pictures and subsequently used a hacksaw to take off her left foot. So he kept his left foot in the freezer and would use this frozen foot um, to model his collection of high hills. Wow. So he, he could probably only do it for a short period of time before it started thawing, I guess. Right. Maybe two, three, eight shoes at a time. Yeah. <laughs> and then put her back in for a little bit. <laughs> now, he took her body and threw it in the Willamette River. Right. So I guess he, he liked disposing of the, the river. Now, earlier on, we mentioned about uh, him having been married. Mm-hmm. And uh, one of the things that he used to do is store his shoes and underwear from his victims. In the garage, but he would make his wife call on the intercom that he'd set up before she was allowed to enter the garage, I guess, so he could stash everything so she wouldn't see him with the dead foot in the shoe or something. Right. So uh, his next victim was uh, a lady, 23-year-old named Jan Whitney. Um, She was, uh, her car broken down on the interstate. And uh, Brutus happened to come by, which was wrong place, wrong time situation for her. He then offered her a ride saying that uh, he'd take her to his house, so she called a tow truck. Mm. Um, but then um, she didn't make it on the way there. He decided to strangle her, and he strangled her and raped her and uh, kept her body in his garage for several days, um, dressed her, took pictures, um, even had sex with it. So truly was a, a sick bastard. Well, didn't he? Um, didn't he cut off her breast and make molds of them? One of them, yeah, yeah. And wow. uh, then he tied the body to a piece of railroad iron and threw it in the Williamette River. So that's two bodies he's dumped in the Williamette uh, River so far. He's feeding fish, bro. I guess he's he likes it. So the next chick that he. Um, murdered. Her name was Karen Spring Spranker, something like that. She was 18 years old. He had abducted her from a parking lot. But on this occasion, shit was weird because right. he was dressed as a woman um, during this attack. So um, again, he took her to his garage and made her try on, excuse me, try on his collection of shoes and lingerie, and would pose for pictures. He would rape her. And then he subsequently strangled her by hanging her by her neck from a pulley. Wow. <laughs> um, he continued to have sex with her and then subsequently cut off both of her breasts and made plastic molds. He uh, he got rid of her uh, body by tying it to a six-cylinder car engine 
and threw it in the Williamette River. Now that's threes tossed in the Williamette River. Yep. Wow. It's his. Don't I guess it's his place. Yeah. Right. So that's that's three ladies that he's um, he's kidnapped and raped and murdered, maimed. Uh, yeah, and maimed. And then um, then his next victim was Alinda Saley. Mm-hmm. Um, she was 22. He snatched her from a shopping mall. And um, again, like before, brings her back to his garage where he rapes and he strangles her. Um, then he played with her corpse. Um, he decided to cut her breasts off uh, because they were too pink. Pink? Um, what? I, I guess. Maybe he has a vision problem. I don't know. Wow. Uh, but he applied an electric current to her body and attempt to jump start her. <laughs> So, what? which of course didn't work out. And, um, and then in this case, similar to the last case, he tied her body to a car transmission and tossed it in the ye old Williamette River. Wow. So now that's four bodies he's taught, uh, you know, tossed in there. Now it's, here's four ladies that he's killed mm-hmm. and brutalized and, you know, uh, raped and, Thrown in the river. Right. Uh, but that can't be the end of it. He has to have a celebration. No, he's a sick fuck, dude. Yeah. So, mind you, he's already strangled most of them, raped most of them, cut body parts off of them, played mm-hmm. with their bodies for several days at a time. Right. Dress them up, make them pose, or put them in different poses. And then he decides that, the whoa, wait, that's not enough. Yeah. So what he does then is he's got to dress up in his high heels and masturbate. <laughs> Holy shit. Think about that, dude. I bet he was wore out all the time. <laughs> Constantly. And he's a fat bastard, too. It just doesn't make any sense. Unbelievable. So after, the, after this, now we've looked at uh, the four victims that he's had. Now, there were two lucky ladies mm-hmm. uh, in there that he had abducted, uh, but uh, they survived. Uh, so otherwise, he would have had six victims there. And uh, but in May of 1969, um, a fisherman found the bodies of Saley and Sprinkler, and so that started a police investigation, of course. And they went to the local university and started talking to the ladies there and asked them about have there been any suspicious men, you know. And uh, right off the get go, one of the ladies identifies Brudos. Um, he's a guy that had tried to hook up with her a couple of times. Um, and on top of it, Brutus had given him a false address, and that really set off some red flags mm-hmm. for the cops. Uh, they ended up going to his garage, and um, when they looked through his garage, they found copper wire um, that had been cut by the same tools um, that had been used to cut the cords on the bodies. Um, so he was arrested and made a full confession. Hmm. Admitted to, to it all. Um, he ended up uh, pleading to uh, three counts of first-degree murder for Sprinkler, Whitney, and Saley. Mm-hmm. Um, but he was never convicted on Slauson's murder, even though he admitted to it. Mm-hmm. But he had taken pictures with all the other bodies, and the only picture he had with Slauson was of him and her foot. Mm-hmm. So the police couldn't officially identify her, apparently. So he was never charged with that. Um, and, uh, one of the strange, not, not, I can't say even strange, the ongoing weirdness of this guy didn't end with his conviction and his sentence to prison. Mm -mm. 
because, you know, he's in prison. And so he's got his porn stash. But in his case, his porn stash is women's shoe catalogs. Wow. So the fucked up part about that, he would even write these major companies requesting them um, to send him more catalogs. Mm -hmm. And then he had made the statement that they substituted for his pornographic needs. Right. So he admitted it. He says, yeah, this is my porn. This is what I, you know, get my kicks from is, you know, looking at these shoe catalogs. My God, dude. <laughs> I don't know. I'm, I'm, I'm having, uh, I'm having some issues with that, uh, that visual there of this guy in his shoe catalogs. That's. Uh, I wonder if they ever found the molds of the breasts. You know, it's funny. Uh, and none of the resource material that I find anything about that. But uh, he, the thing about him is, is he, he, he admits he confessed readily, mm-hmm. um, but. He had no remorse for what he did. In fact, one of the detectives that was involved in the case had a conversation with him, and he asked him if he felt remorse. And in response, uh, Brutus picked up a piece of paper off the table and watered it up and threw it on the ground. He says, I care about those girls as much as I care about that piece of watered-up paper. This is a sick fuck. Wow. And that it's a heartless bastard, that's for sure. Mm-hmm. So Brutus ends up dying in prison. Um in March of 2006, of liver cancer. No, oh, I hope it was painful. So at his time of death, he was the longest incarcerated inmate in Oregon Department of Corrections with a total of 37 years. Wow. Now, now, now mind you, here's a guy who, who was in prison for 37 years, mm-hmm. and uh, he's still not been in there as long as... Uh, as uh, people on death row here in Florida, so right, okay, so that's and, crazy. Yeah, so but you know sometimes when we talk about these people, we like to talk about, you know, how can people connect with these stories? Mm-hmm. Um, and there are a couple, you know, uh, Hollywood productions that uh, people could go to get an idea. One of them is a net Netflix series called Mind Hunter. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I had two seasons of it, and. Um, this fellow Brudos is on episode seven and eight right. of that. So they, he's, he's talked about, or he's in that. And then everybody knows silence of the lambs right. and Ted Levine, who played uh, Buffalo bill, the mm-hmm. serial killer in that um, he based part of his character on Brudos. So they could kind of get a feeling of uh, what Brudos was like by watching that movie. But even more so is uh, the uh, heavy metal band Macabre. Uh, They even put a song out about Brutus in 2003 on their album Murder Metal uh, called Fatal Foot Fetish. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, And then uh, J.K. Rowling uh, stated that the Sarah Connor novel Troubled Blood was based on Brutus. Wow. So so here's a guy who's I'll guarantee most people have never heard of unless they were pretty much from that area, you know, um, but actually he's been documented quite a bit in uh, modern media or cinema. Should so I, I, say. I don't like the idea that we glorify these murderers, serial killers, sick fuckers. Mm-hmm. But that is today's society. We we 
People are drawn to it. Right. That's why we exist. You know, people love evil. Um, but I think where it really comes in important when it's used in an educational platform, mm -hmm. where it's trying to make people aware, because you do have people in our society that don't realize evil exists. And when something happens like a mass shooting mm -hmm. and you get that, I can't believe this happened. What? What? I, I can't believe it doesn't happen more often. Right. You know, but, you know, you have a large portion of our population that has led protected lives that hasn't seen the dark side of human nature. And um, people such as Jerry Brudos is a perfect example of the evil side of humans. And there's a, you know, hell, we just talked about on our last episode about 20 unknown mm -hmm. serial killers, not just murderers, but serial killers uh, that exist just in our country. Now, in the United States, per capita, we're only rated like number five or six in the world mm -hmm. in, in murders. So there are places far worse than here. Um, so, you know, talking about people like this and, and educating people done in the right format for educational purposes is, is beneficial. Mm -hmm. It's like you said, when they glorify them and, oh, they're, they're wonderful people. Is it sex and murder makes money? Yeah. On entertainment, that is. Right. It's dollar symbols. Right. Violence, mm -hmm. that kind of thing. I mean, that's something. Now, we've been talking about this really strange fellow now for mm -hmm. 20 minutes or so. Now, when you think about our society, we really need to come together to avoid things from like this happening. So look at your family. Look at your friends. Keep an eye on them. If you see these red flags especially in the younger kids, so we can stop it before they get older. You know, the the brutalizing and killing of small animals, setting fires, um, you know, wanting to wear women's high heels. The sad part about it is the way things are in our society now, some people, oh, oh, that's okay. Let him go wear the high heel shoes. Yeah, little Johnny's being, yeah. being protected by his parents more because it's so his to, right to choose. Right, but more so today than probably throughout history. Right, when in actuality that could be, not necessarily is, but could be an indication that this person's going down the wrong path. You know, the dark path as opposed to the lighted path. <laughs> so we might need to take some time and, uh, I'm you sure. know, focus, keep an eye on people. You know what, though? There's an old saying, you don't see things that you don't want to when you love someone. Right. So as far as... Um, Especially when it comes to your kids. Right. So you, you want to be protective of them. You want to make sure that they're, quote unquote, doing the right things. And then the little fucked up things that they do, the parents are just blowing it off of his... They're just kids. Yeah, just kids. Right. You know, even though he killed the cat, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. or she killed it, whoever... Oh, they're just checking it out. They didn't mean no harm. You're going like, well, no, that's a sign of being fucked up. Right. Well, it's like the the thing we saw the other day with the, the two kids that stole the car and was driving around town and running into people on bicycles. And they end up killing the retired police chief. Mm -hmm. And they just thought it was funny. What's the big deal? 
It was just a joke. We were just having fun. They they just don't contemplate the the severity of their actions. Well, when they're doing a you know extended period of time in prison or with Bubba or in juvenile detention again with whoever. Yeah. Well, luckily they uh, they charged those both as adults. So oh. yeah, they were seventeen, I think. And, but they were dumb enough. Again, they thanks to social media, they videotaped themselves and posted it on social media. So it wasn't very hard to uh, <laughs> to say you're busted. So, so that's another thing today in today's society. Mm-hmm. When we were younger, growing up, we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have social media. Social media. We didn't have cameras. The twenty four hour news cycle didn't even exist. Right. So think about think about. Um, then and now, then we got away with a lot more shit. <laughs> right. It wasn't as easy to get caught. For God's sakes, they had commercials that come on at 10 o'clock at night. Do you know where your kids are? Because our parents didn't give a fuck. <laughs> no, they, they were stuck watching, you know, Johnny Carson or whatever. Kids, what kids? Oh, damn, we got kids. Oh, shit. Where are they? Those bastards. Where are they? Right. So it, it's the it, things have changed so much. It's almost stupid. Mm-hmm. And it, it, it blows my mind that. Some people have the sense of entitlement, um, the sense of protection, the sense of I can do whatever the hell I want to. And there's what are the recourses? And then, okay, we'll use the death row sentence. Yeah, go to death row in Florida. You're going to be there in 40 something years. Yeah, and we're going to give you three hots in a cot. And oh, no, the yeah. death row inmates get hooked up. Oh, yeah, that's right. They get the, the, the higher level. Right. You know, instead of the Motel 8, they get the Hyatt. Right. I guess. So, so what are we doing? I mean, as a society, we've become a bunch of pussies. Right. And, and the sad part is it's only going to get worse. Yeah. I don't see it getting any better anytime soon. Nor I. It's sad. You know, so anyhow, we just wanted to give you a heads up. Keep an eye on your kids. Keep an eye on your family members. And if you see anything, get them the help they need and help avoid them becoming an episode on the show. <laughs> All right. Wait a minute, you're fucking with our job security, bro. Yeah, right. <laughs> All right. Well, kind of. Uh, we hope you enjoyed this uh, episode and talking about Jerry Brudos and his his uh, daily life and of shoe wearing and lingerie and booby molding. Right. What the fuck. The the life of a sick bastard. <laughs> All right. So join us next week. And we're going to be talking about another one of these lesser-known serial killers right here on the 1086 Tenny Podcast.